0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Center Stage with Spinalzo. We hope you have all had a very Merry Christmas and are looking forward to a Happy New Year. The podcast gang has enjoyed our time off, but now we're super ready to hit winter sesh and hope you're all excited to join us. And without further ado, I'm Tess. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Avery. Guys, we made it past finals.
0: Woo! I know I say it every time, but I really didn't think I was going to this time. Thought it was it for me. (laughs) No. You guys watched me study. (laughs) I thought it was it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Finals were a
1: doozy this semester. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. But anyway, here we are in winter session. It has been exactly one week since I moved home. That's crazy.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You could tell me it's been three weeks. (laughs) I'd be like, that sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: But... We took our week off to study and focus on finals. And now we're back for our winter Ooh. session episodes. Are you guys ready? We're all
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: that was very enthusiastic.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've had to relearn how to record via Zoom. This is the first time in a very long time that we are not all in the same room. It's taken... Like,
0: an hour and 15 minutes
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can't physically sit here and like kick each other under the table anymore we have yeah. to we're all staring at each other on a zoom screen now which is the Tess and i have
0: ever okay i would say none of the kicking has ever transpired between tess and i it's usually Avery <laughs> kicking one of us <laughs> does Avery do you kick me when we're recording i'd probably just black out during recording sessions no i don't know i just say, i was, say, I was like I think he's just. You've kicked me once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) You've definitely kicked me once or twice. (laughs) What is this about?
1: Anyway, for Mm -hmm. our first (laughs) winter session. (laughs) So, for this first winter session episode of Center Stage with Spinazzo, we're going to talk about something that is currently happening in the world of Broadway amongst all the COVID and the shows canceling or postponing and whatnot but we're gonna talk about the role of understudies and swings in a performance
0: have you guys ever played been an understudy i have i personally have not i've never i don't know. i unfortunately have many times
1: <laughs> what show were you an understudy for
0: um i was an understudy for the lead in peter the Starcatcher. uh I was an understudy in Our Town and um, in Love's Labor's Lost.
1: Did you ever go on for any of those?
0: I actually did, yeah. Um, In Love's Labor's Lost, um, the girl that I was understudying for, she, like, had a volleyball tournament and ended up getting all the way to the top of it. So I had to go on for her at our last matinee, which is interesting.
1: (laughs) I don't know that show, but it sounds, I don't know, but...
0: So the way we framed it is that um it was like '80s, and so they were all Breakfast Bunch characters. So that girl that I was playing was the the goth one in the Breakfast Bunch. Do you mean <laughs> Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club. I do. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong. You're combining there. the Brady Bunch and the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I think I was thinking I was like, John Mullaney's snack lunch bunch. Yeah, I was thinking John Mulaney. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, I knew I knew there was something wrong, and I let it keep going. It's fine. It, everything's fine. The alliteration fine. was there. It was fine. It was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, but I went on as her, and I had my line sharpied onto my arm, so <laughs> that was fun. Were you, like, well, other characters in the show while being an Understudy? Um... Or was it that, like, if that person, like, if you weren't understudying for that person, you just, like, weren't in the show at all? No, I actually, I think I did my other track, too, but my other track wasn't any lines. It was just, my other track was um, me being Eli from E.T., and so I had E.T., and that was, like, a whole behind-the-scenes, like, background skit. Um, I don't to explain that. Oh, this. I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things
1: going on. I think we need our own episode to unpack this show. I was gonna say like, we don't.
0: We don't. I don't want to unpack my trauma here, but um, it was it was a fun time. Well, I thought
1: my understudy story was crazy, but that that takes the cake. I think. What were you an understudy for? So in middle school, I was an understudy in, um, The Sound of Music. So I was originally cast as Friedrich, um, so one of the kids, one of the Von Trapp kids. And then Mm -hmm. I understudied for um, Rolf, so the love interest of Liesl. And then I didn't actually understudy him, but I ended up going on and doing some of his part. Um, I also did Captain Von Trapp. Um, So yeah, lots of different roles in that show. that came about kind of kind of like yours. Um, so I went on as Rolf because the guy who was playing Rolf got really severe stage fright and actually like exited the building in his oh. panic and could not be found. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. And then for the second the show must show, go on. No, literally. <laughs> I literally walked off as Friedrich in act two. And there was somebody standing there with a coat and they went, hopefully you know his lines and turned me around and pushed me on stage for act First, uh, scene three, um, where I did roll. So that was fun. Um, and then for Captain Von Trapp, the guy kind of like you, he was playing lacrosse the day of our matinee and broke his leg. So he couldn't do any of the dancing scenes. So I did all of Captain Von Trapp's dancing sing- scenes and the other guy who originally played him did the acting and the singing. So that was a very interesting show.
0: <laughs> did, you guys really look al- did, you, did you look alike? Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> that this kid so was, confusing. I know. This kid was, oh, he must have been
1: like four or five inches taller than me. And probably about 30, 40 pounds heavier than me. And yeah, it was...
0: Like similar was hair, middle, hair, nothing?
1: No, nothing.
0: Are you sure there's not a tape of this somewhere? Because I would pay money.
1: Oh, there is a They thought
0: you were different characters. They're like, that's not him.
1: But anyway, the reason we're talking about this is because recently the president of the, I don't know exactly what it, what it is, but it's the president <laughs> of the Broadway League. Um, so, like, I guess somebody who's in charge of the Broadway Actors Union and such made a statement about understudies that was not very well worded, received, thought out, anything. Um, And so we just wanted to do an episode and talk about understudies and swings and all they do for the community. So we should probably start by defining what a swing and an understudy is in the Broadway context. So Amanda, do you want to do or start that?
0: Yeah, um, I would love to tell you what a swing is. A swing, um, Most nights, a swing is not actually on stage, and yet the role is largely considered to be one of the most challenging gigs in theater. That's because a swing is responsible for learning a number of tracks, ensemble and principal, so they're able to step in at a moment's notice if anyone in the cast calls out. A swing, in most cases, though, will step into a member of the ensemble's role when that person has stepped into the more principal role that they understudied. And from my understanding, like, some people will have, like, some swings will know up to 10 roles at a time, Mm -hmm. I believe. So that's
1: insane. I was going to say, I follow a couple of, like, Broadway actors on social media, and a couple of them, like, actively are swings on, like, a show like Hamilton. And he says something, like, he knows, like, eight or nine tracks and can just, like, do them at a moment's notice, and I was like, I can barely memorize one show, one way, much less nine ways. Like that's ridiculous.
0: I mean, like I guess it's the, when it's your it's your job to do that, uh, you might be able to do. But like I guess also some people's brains just work like they can do that. I don't know. I feel like it depends on the show. No, no.
1: Yeah, I feel. I guess maybe with a musical, it's more like all the dance steps are the same you just have to know like I don't know formations I guess is the right word for it like where on the stage you actually do it
0: no but also like Hamilton is so dance heavy though and like all of the ensemble members have a completely different like choreography like there are very few moments when I feel like they're all in sync so that's I mean I also think of another like show like a chorus line like imagine a swing for a chorus line that's just like you it's a different Gee, like it's a different dance for every single character. Ooh, ooh, never mind. I don't. I could only do swings for straight plays. <laughs> <laughs> I considered myself a swing for last one. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> Amanda,
1: I think, could have genuinely stepped in if any of us dropped dead backstage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I was hoping that one person was going to be like, oh, no, I'm sick. And I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm already in their car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amanda had duplicates of all of our costumes
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely did. okay. it's funny because I do have a duplicate of the one Mary suit the red one <laughs> I actually own that suit because I had ordered two sizes and then it was the sass and I was like I need to wear something nice and all my clothes like nothing was working out I was like let me just see if this fits it, I had the box of all the costumes I was like let me just see if this fits and it did so I kept it <laughs> nice
1: um, well anyway what's the difference between a swing and an understudy
0: okay so unlike swings and understudy is actually in the cast of a show for every performance um, they're generally in an ensemble track or a less sizable principal role however they also understudy a larger role and as mentioned in our in Amanda's description of the swing part their track will be filled by a swing if and when they are called upon to play that larger part
1: so so not that this is entirely accurate but a swing is almost a substitute for a substitute yeah in a lot of ways when you think about it like the substitute like the understudy will step into that primary role and then the swing will cover what they left behind.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like an understudy is in the show no matter what, I believe. And then yeah. Not so much for the swing. For a show.
1: You did? What show?
0: Oliver. Mm-hmm. Did they ever have to go on? No. And I did feel that as though my life was threatened every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like because it was a friend of mine that was understudying. Um, her name was Erin. And <laughs> I just remember she would drop, like, little jokes every once in a while. It would be like, yeah, like, just in like you, like, fell off the stage or something, the like, guy would have to step in. Oh. And then there's, during the one song, during Oompa Pa, like, we danced on tables um, and on, like, little blocks. And she's like, yeah, if you ever, like, fell off one of those tables, I guess I would have to step in. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Stay away from me during this dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. And I did break my toe actually um, the night before opening night of Oliver oh and I was in character shoes, but I told no one that I broke my toe. Um, oh. because the actors we were responsible for moving the set and we had um, these cause it was in a church and it was like, Oh, there's such specific chairs that are always in this church. They're like the metal ones, mm-hmm. and, like they come like they have like a loop on the back. I don't know if you're talking about that, like a handle. It's like such specific church chairs. Um, one of the um, guys, he was playing with it backstage and we had just ran off and he like flipped it into the air and the entire metal bar fell <gasps> right on ah. my ground. Oh no. Um, and it was terrible actually. And there's nothing you can do for a broken toe besides like not walk on it. Um, <laughs> but I told not a soul until after the show, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm broken down the whole time." And I did like dance numbers and character shoes. So I just I didn't want the understudy to win. Aww. <laughs> like, Erin, you're not getting your moment. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but understudies
1: are a very important part yes. of Broadway. Um, and so like I don't know, but did either one of you see what? Her name is Charlotte St. Martin, said in her interview about understudies.
0: Is this the one, the negative one?
1: Yeah. So it was an interview about, like, why shows are shutting down on Broadway, and a lot of it was because of COVID. Um, But in one question, she said, um, quote, my educated guess is that the newer shows maybe have Maybe have understudies that aren't as efficient in delivering the role as the lead is. Some of the older shows have more experienced understudies and are and more experienced swings. End quote. And that got people in the theater community very mad. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> I. You have to think about like I. When she's talking about new shows, like, even then, I feel like if it's a Broadway-level, like, show and it's of that caliber, like, even then, understudies would have to be prepared to step in. And also, the thing about understudies is, like, when someone goes on stage for someone else who can't do it, you're not expecting them to fill their shoes in the exact same way. Like, every single person who plays a certain role has a different, like, take on it. So it's not like they're supposed to be doing the exact same thing. So I don't really... I don't know. I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, I think, like, having acted in shows, I think one of the big things probably all three of us have learned is that we can't be exactly who played the sh- who played the part on Broadway or who played the part when we saw it last. Like, we have to make it our own. And so I think a lot of people are mad at this statement because understudies don't have to be quote-unquote as efficient in delivering a role i think they have they just have to deliver the role in a way that's authentic right
0: yeah and i just i feel because like personally i know when i get roles i try not to watch videos of other people doing it because i don't want it to like kind of change the way i do it because then i'll just be trying to mimic that person so it's probably even harder as an understudy to like go into that and like try and make it your own when you quite really done nothing but study another person do the role so it even takes on another layer of difficulty there
1: yeah and I think just the like playing the part of an understudy or a swing is so impressive because you have to just be ready at the drop of a hat like other actors are like they work for it like day after day after day leading up to a performance and then the understudy is just like, oh, you have an hour's notice. Be ready.
0: I think it was that specific video. I think we talked about of Hugh Jackman introducing the swing, and she said that that morning she found out. Like I think he said it like noon or ten a.m. She found out that she was playing the lead in *Music Man*, and that day was the first time she ever rehearsed it.
1: Yeah. So I was. That's, I that's no. Keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was you. just saying
0: that that's truly amazing could not (laughs) one rehearsal as a lead in a Broadway show
1: yeah I think he said that she found out at like 12 she had her first (laughs) rehearsal as that character at 1 and then she performed the role I think is what he said and I cannot imagine having that little time to be hey get in character learn this show
0: like, even from an e52 perspective like the, the fastest thing that we do is 24 hours of theater and that's you know no stakes on that one <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> it's it's fun most of the lines don't come out the way that they're scripted and then like even for next semester like we're all freaking out about like oh my god we have one month to learn a whole show yeah. um so you know i don't even i don't know what time broadway performances are usually performed i've never seen a broadway performance um but like even if i think about it if it's like 7 p.m like you have seven hours to learn a broadway perform like a leading lady in a broadway performance like no pressure
1: yeah that original
0: cast has like all of the testing
1: and the script rewrites and then they have like previews off Mm -hmm. broadway like before they even hit broadway and then and then they start their like broadway rehearsal and she had mere hours and i think that's crazy
0: um, I have a slight problem with the, with the fact that um, this lady blamed the people too. Like, I, of all the things that you could have thought, like, why is everything shutting down? She automatically goes to the understudies and the swings. Like, that to me just... I have a lot of problems with that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I feel yeah, like the if quest- anything, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: No, sorry. I said the the question that she was answering is, why might one show cancel through Christmas and another cancel before showtime but return the next day? And it's just like...
0: Blames the understudies. Like... Yeah.
1: Which, like we said, they may have the hardest job in the entire show. Like, I can't imagine knowing one track and having mere hours and then some of them know eight tracks and can just like do it just crazy
0: i'm like reading through her response right now and it's just it's the most like the name of the like the fallacy that she's using but it's like not answering the question at all (laughs) it's just saying like how come this is happening and she just answers like something that's completely not related to the question yeah her educated guess was kind of crap on this one not gonna lie
1: Yeah. And she even says as much, she says later, after the fact, on December twenty second, she said, quote, I sincerely apologize about my recent comments about understudies and swings. I clearly misunderstood. And for that, I am truly sorry. After speaking with several understudies and swings this morning, I realized how this mistake has hurt many people. There was never any... intention of disrespect i do not make theater but i am committed to its success and to acknowledging the immense work of those who bring it to life eight shows a week and 52 weeks a year end quote and i think i don't know the fact that she's the broadway she's like in charge of all these people and such a large player in the world of theater and did not know what swings and understudies did at least not reasonably well is kind of poor on her part. I don't know.
0: I don't like this lady. I'm <laughs> I'm looking at a picture no. of her. I'm not I don't like it. <laughs> I'm like I'm like going through this article like reading different answers and I'm like what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think I don't know. This also brings to light the fact that like historically understudies and swings have not gotten paid as much as the main actors in the main cast. Um and like there's even quotes out there of like a famous actor, or actress in a lead role could receive like a hundred thousand dollars a week as their pay. And then like for being a swing you get like the normal um it says as of twenty eighteen it was $17.54 per hour. And then by being a swing you get an extra hundred dollars per week. Like, I don't, that just seems bizarrely, like, different to me.
0: No, it really is. They're making those casting decisions. The ones that get cast are just put up on that pedestal, and then everyone else is just absolutely screwed, which just, it sounds like it's terrible, because you think that, like, being on Broadway, they're a lot more professional about this, which, I mean, like, obviously they are, but at the same time, it all comes down to the same kind of, like, things that we deal with a lot, which is just kind of crazy to me. I'm sorry. I'm just reading another question um, in this article. I'm really focusing on this. And it was saying how the, the question was, to note about plans to currently shut down Broadway, Broadway widely. And she's saying no. And then she's like saying how there was such a dire situation on Saturday that one of the performers appendix burst and then it was a lead and someone had to step in last second. And so for her to to talk about how big of a situation this was and how the lead like the, the understudy really had to step up and like really had to do this to so then going into saying how under and then just completely poo-pooing on like understudies. I, I I'm sorry. I'll mm. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. I don't. I know. I know
1: a man, or I know Tess. In my experience as understudies, probably will not ever amount to
0: Mm-mm.
1: what these Broadway professional actors do on a daily basis. But like the fact that I don't know. I was very stressed when I was an understudy in an eighth grade production <laughs> of The Music Man. <laughs> So I cannot believe what these people go through on a daily basis when they're, like, literally standing in the wings, like, is somebody going to need me to go on for them? Like, I could not do that.
0: Yeah. And and, sorry, my sister was in Beauty and the Beast in seventh grade, um, (laughs) and the guy who played Gaston, there was one moment, I think he was supposed to, like, fall from, like, a high platform onto a mat. And he fell the wrong way and broke his leg in the middle of the performance. Oh, God. Um, it was either his leg or his arm. I think it was his arm. He broke his arm in the middle of the performance. Um, and then they had that understudy step on. And, like, I think I was only in third grade at the time. So I really had no idea what was going on. But I was like, that's a different dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Amanda learned what understudies were. <laughs> But no, I feel like, um, you know, just being an understudy in that professional situation and, like Avery said, standing backstage, is someone going to need me or not? And then, like, dealing with, like, you know, the the normal kind of, like, I guess, not stereotypes, but just the energy that surrounds, like, the negative connotations that surround being an understudy, and then having someone that's supposed to represent Broadway and theater come out and say something like this, like, I, no wonder that they were so upset about this. I just, I can't even imagine how enraged that would be. Like we're not even on Broadway and we're just like angry about this, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think the bottom line is understudies and swings are very underappreciated and almost most definitely deserve a pay raise. Absolutely. Yeah, if somebody is more informed about this issue and would like to comment, please (laughs) let us know. But like, yeah, that's, it's just crazy to think that this is what's happening in like the macro version of our little e52 organization
0: we've never used understudies I don't think as far as I know Mm -hmm. and I think I was talking about this with Riley Calvin like back when Hamlet was happening when we thought that we were doing um like videotaping and everything um we probably would have benefited (laughs) from having understudies um (laughs) Even with laughter, because if one cast member tested positive, you know, you know, thank God, knock on wood, like, nothing happened and nothing hopefully will happen. But, like, if one cast member tested positive within that two weeks of the show, I don't even want to think of what would happen, like, back in Hamlet when everything was even more serious with lockdown. Like, one, and, like, we kept having, like, all these different COVID scares and everything. And we thankfully made it out, but we had no understudies to rely on just in case something happened I guess like I guess Avery we could have been like okay Avery will be reading for later <laughs> season now or Ashley will be reading for, for Gertrude like we could have done that but
1: I was gonna yeah. say I think something because I, I was the stage manager for that production and Ashley was the director obviously um, but we were kind of the two who were at every single rehearsal and I don't know that we actually we I don't think we ever told anybody but we had like There were certain parts that we had divvied up and we said okay if something happens you be familiar with these lines so you can read them you like we had we knew different parts that we might have had to read.
0: So I'm hearing that you and Ashley were swings. (laughs) Ashley almost had to read for Gertrude at one point and I forget why I'm genuinely forgetting why but she almost had to read for me. I think I had to go home and get my vaccine or something. She almost has to read for me. Ashley was also almost my understudy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bottom line,
1: understudy swings, very underappreciated. Let's give them more love in the future. So yeah, before we finish up this episode, we just want to plug two more things, two exciting things that are coming up in the spring 2022 semester. That's not a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. But we have our first show when we come back is The Lottery and No Exit, which are two one X back to back. Um, and if you want to find out more about this show, stay updated as it comes along, you can follow the Instagram. The Instagram is at E52s, so E52s underscore the lottery underscore no exit. Um, and if you follow that, you'll see rehearsal pictures and promotional material and all that good jazz. And then after that, our second show of the semester, our Pearson block is She Kills Monsters, directed by Gianna Saka. And that Instagram is starting to go live. There's no post on it yet, but if you want to be ahead of the curve and follow it for when updates come out, you can follow it at um, E52, so E52, underscore kills, underscore monsters. So E52 kills monsters. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway. (laughs) So without further ado, I'm Avery.
0: I'm Tess. And I'm Amanda. Until next time, let us hear you kick someone under the table. Ow, Avery.